electricity, a big idea that's inspired countless new ones. From powering the light bulb to virtually powering our entire lives. 30 years ago, State Street launched the Spider S&P 500 ETF, SPY. A big idea that inspired the world to invest differently. And still does. What can you do with SPY? Before investing, consider the funds, investment objectives, risks, charges, and expenses. Visit SSGA.com for a prospectus containing this and other information. Read it carefully before investing. SPY is subject to risks similar to those of stocks. All ETFs are subject to risk, including possible loss of principal. Alps Distributors, Inc. Distributor. Market insight and analysis. You're listening to the opening bell of CNBC Squawk on the Street. Good Friday morning. Welcome to Squawk on the Street. I'm Carl Quintanilla with Jim Cramer and David Faber. A little risk on bounce. Uh, to close the week as China cuts a prime rate. Hong Kong up 3% overnight. It is expiration day. Plenty of earnings to watch on what is likely the seventh consecutive week lower for stocks. Our roadmap begins with futures pointing to a decent open. China's central bank makes an unexpected rate cut as growth there crumbles. And shares of Amazon, well, they're down 30% in a month. City removing it from its focus list. Plus, it is the one industry Jim says is booming. Actually watched you do this on Mad last night about defense. Regardless of what happens with the Fed or economy, we'll tell you what it is. Oh, I guess I wasn't supposed to tell everybody no, what it is. No, just gave it away. Yeah, Sorry about that. It's Friday. Yeah. It is Friday. Uh, we're going to try to salvage what we can of this week. Jim will watch expiration. But you had the China uh, five-year prime rate get cut. UK retail sales, decent. Those are the things we're painting our hat on today. Our economy is stronger than China's. For the first time yeah, since 76? Uh, I mean, yeah, I mean, uh, that, that's a remarkable thing. We're at an interesting moment. I know that the Wall Street Journal had a piece yesterday that was just very telling, which is that there's a lot of uh, cost currents, but China's weaker. Russia may have overstated. It could be America's time. And I think that maybe some of the, the dollar's weaker now, but maybe part of the strength of the dollar is just a recognition that all everybody else is just doing terribly. So, I don't know. I mean, I know it's hard to be bullish on the stock, but the country itself is uh, a place that you would think people would want to invest because our, we're doing better. And our, we have democracy. It's not really... To the point you're making, the dollar is an important thing to put up yes. there. It is sucking capital out of China and Absolutely. bringing it here. Now, they've also had, a, in the past, they've had to defend the currency, right. spending a, an enormous amount of their... Reserves to a certain extent having what in 2015 they want to avoid that yes. scenario in oh, China remember as that? well. August of 2015. Yes. Wow. I think it was what the journal. I mean, this is a very good story in the journal, sort of giving you the history. A trillion, yes. trillion dollars, almost a trillion in foreign exchange reserves to rest the slide in their currency. They, they have a 17 trillion dollar economy. So, I mean, I think that what's happening, David, is that uh, even though we don't see anything good in our stock market globally, we are attracting money. It's just not going into stocks. Where's it going? It's going into bonds. That's what, look, I think that, take a look at what the tenure, remember the tenure was, I mean, all we did was fret the tenure. I mean, I went home one night and I said, my wife says, well, what's, you look so unhappy. I said, the tenure? Just the tenure? Like someone didn't get tenure? I said, no, <laughs> tenure, the like tenure. the bond. Well, Although, um, a bit of a slide in yield lately. Yeah. So, no, a thinking, bit of a slide, David. I'm thinking back. It was uh, maybe late last month when B of A said go long tenure, target two and a quarter. Mm-hmm. But you said that might be a little extreme. That was extreme, but I just think that things got a little too crazed. But I, I do feel that yesterday, this week, and I'm doing some work with great Larry Williams, who's a great market technician and historian. 
the advanced decline is actually up this week. That has not happened in a very long time. So you have the advanced decline up while the averages are down is historically the beginning of what could be a very powerful move. Uh, and I think that that's not talked about enough on air that the market underneath, the underpinnings of the market was actually positive this week. So you're talking about a, a powerful bear market rally or something yes, different? Yes, yes, a powerful bear market rally. A seven, which you would be looking to sell rips. Yes, I would. But there's a, the market has 75-day cycles. I know this stuff sounds, David, you might think it's fanciful. Mm-hmm. But this is pretty much day one of a new cycle today. Today is day one of a new cycle. Yes. But we're going. But how should we be taking these bear market rallies? Because well, I think there is a belief that until you really know the, when the Fed is going to be done, you you, you just well, can't see the end here. We have to feel we're accustomed to short. We're, we seem to be accustomed to like whatever turbulence is in the market resolves itself in a short amount well, of time. Be, I mean, That's Jay, not happening this no, time. Jay Powell has to get off the, this 50-50 thing. I mean, I know you keep saying that. 50-50. I mean, come on. The 50-50 happens to be a fantastic. Tuscan wine, and that's about it. The Avignese, have you had it? I have not. It's just, I'll get you a bottle. I appreciate that. But I think that you have to do is reposition. You have to go to Lockheed Martin. I mean, one of the things, like, you know, leader, uh, I don't know if you've been following what's going on in the House. The House uh, of Representatives. Yeah. But the amount of money they want to give Ukraine, Leader McCarthy, I mean, I'll tell you, they didn't stop at $40 billion. But the thing that's really important is that we have to rebuild everything that we gave them. We right. have to arm Finland. Oh, now you're talking about what we teased. The right. defense to, sector is being Finland. a play. Yeah. Uh, I mean, now uh, you have to, Germany has to insert, what's well, Nothing. It's going to happen. No, I'm not saying it's not so going to happen. So these are Lockheed Martin and Raytheon are the two, aero environment. But we, you know, our arsenal, which is of democracy, is vastly depleted. And Leader McCarthy is going to push for a lot more money. Yeah. Well, the G7 Finmans have a communique out today. Uh, almost $20 billion of, uh, of budget approval, budget support for Ukraine. Yeah. So I just think that that's just going to be you reposition into something like those stocks right there. Right. They're, all, uh, they, they're all good, but they're, they're all going to get great it's, because we have no choice. We just we have to replenish our, what we sent over. Aero by the way, has only sent 700 switchblades. Uh, they, there's 1,500 tanks. All right, so that's your recommendation is yes, to sort that of is rotate into defense because and of also the, healthcare uh, and healthcare because yes. that's because kind of those are where two you areas see the money that, being spent. Well, because if, if Powell does slam on the brakes, like I think he has to, because it's some runaway inflation, healthcare does well, and because of the fact that we have to replenish our arsenal, defense does well, and we let all the defense companies merge. There's only a couple of them. Yeah, they already all did merge. Right. right. I think. By There's the way, no more consolidation I'm expected. A new thesis. Which is? What happens if antitrust, what happens if Jonathan Cantor decides to go after some of these companies that all merged? You mean try and break them up? Yes. Not to, and not go after It'd be tech. Very tough. It could be very not tough. Not go after tech. What would you have in mind? I'm working on it. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. It's a thesis. It's a thesis. So you haven't proved your thesis yet. You have to first have a thesis. Yes. Then, then evidence rolls in. Data. Yeah. Can, can Carl and I be the judge, you know, the panel? that you have to present to? No, because you always let the facts get in the way of the story. It drives me crazy. This is kind of like an oral uh, doctorate exam. Yeah, yeah, yes. Right yeah. I did well my generals. I'm sure you did. Thank you, because you no I just didn't go to sleep. It's 24 hours. Uh, the, I'm serious. I think that we, we're, like a, a, we're in a kind of a, well, a crossroads here. Where you know, it's interesting you mention that, because, I mean, it, listen, you know, legislation coming out of the House or Senate, who knows what, whether it has a, a real 
lifespan that will actually get to the uh, to the president's desk. But the Senate bipartisan coming out against Google saying you got to split up the ad business. That's FTC. I'm talking about serious antitrust. You know, what do you mean that's FTC? That's they're trying to craft a law. No, I'm just saying that the Fed, that the the focus is going to be on real companies and whether supply chain got hurt because of the lack of competition. in this country. Okay, so you don't want to talk about the idea that the Senate is trying to pass a bill that would break up Google. No, because that'd be the greatest thing in the world. Google double. Hey, by the way, Andrew no, that has would be, it's just it's happening. An- Andrew has double right next week. Who? She's the CFO of Google. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't hear you. <laughs> I think I think David knows who Ruth Porat is. Yes, I didn't hear you. Yeah, but well, them so Andrew's got a good interview next week. Oh, Andrew, you see, that's why. You didn't Andrew's even say a, her name. Andrew works on I'm the morning to show. Infer. Andrew, yeah, okay. He's Ruth a more Andrew Ross Sorkin. Th- yeah. You might get his deal book thing. I, I love Andrew interview. Ross Sorkin, but I didn't think he was the right, CFO well, of Google. Just, just stay focused so we can do the A block here. <laughs> well, Jim, uh, speaking of uh, mega cap tech, uh, City today removes Amazon from the yeah, focus no, what list. What is that? Do you see uh, what the price target is? Uh, they do cite what, the, what they call macro uncertainty. Uh, they reiterate a buy, uh, target 4,100. But, but they downgrade. Yeah, it's weird. It's it's still uh, it's it's no it's still a top pick, but it's off the focus list. No, that that was totally befuddling. But Remember, you have some you have some thoughts here on AMZM. Well, look, I think that Amazon's now come down to the point. I've been waiting for Amazon to come down to the point that the only thing you're really paying for is Amazon Web Services, and I thought that downgrade marks the bottom for Amazon because now we know that Amazon's problems were the same problems that Walmart had and Target, not raw stores. That's a whole other thing. But that Amazon's come down enough that you're no longer paying a premium for what, David, is a pretty darn good business, which is Amazon Web Services. Uh, it's a great business. It's a great business. It's still growing at a and very Amazon advertising is great. Having more competition than it had perhaps a few so years ago saying, from the likes you know, of Microsoft. Uh, and, and Obviously, they were overstaffed. That did matter. So now this yes. begins. Not an Amazon Web Services, you're saying, in the oh, traditional, web the logistical side of their business. I, I don't yeah. think anyone actually works in Amazon Web no, Services. It's, it's, I think it's just it's a got business. incredible margins. The advertising business for them also has very, very strong good. margins. So now That's you, we know that their well. retail business was not, you know, it's actually probably better than some of these others. And they can, they will take action. They will let people go. I think Amazon's bought. All right. I sold a lot of Amazon for my trust. I want to buy it back. So down 30% over a month is enough to get you interested. Well, it's more than that. It's that people felt that they had lost this great, you know, that they had this great retail business and maybe everybody has gone away from them going back to brick and mortar. Mm-hmm. And then when you saw brick and mortar, it was worse than, than, than them. Remember the fabled comments of, by Brian Cornell about what people wanted? What were the two things that people bought? Luggage. And uh, sunscreen. And what did my Ollie's Army pitch today I got? I'm a member of Ollie's yes, Army. Yes, They gave, they have a coupon for sunscreen. It's important to put on sunscreen. Ollie's, was, sure to apply. Ollie's went from neutral to buy. You know, a few hours go by, you apply again. No, 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 David, I am saying that it's Ollie's very strong, must have an algo, which is like when Brian Cornell says they want sunscreen. I know what but you're that's saying. a limited group of things that the pu- public wants. Public service uh, go back to Amazon for a second. Yeah. I am saying that I thought the problems were with Amazon. And it turns out that April was a horrible month. March was just okay. The problems are not with Amazon. All right. But it's with the you're stars. You're a buyer here. We should mark it down, whatever the price is today. You're a buyer. Fine. Well, well yesterday was Ju- June 7th at 1039. You said 1036. I, think, I just think that, I think that Chassis has had enough. I think Chassis 
is done. I think Jassy's going to go into overdrive. I think Jassy kind of, for a moment there, uh, was a little focused on some other things. Jassy's focused on money. You see Bezos tweet the other day, uh, the old cover when, from Business Week, where they were basically ridiculed for starting AWS. And then investors wanted them well, to stay focused on North American retail. I think Solipsky's really good at, at AWS. And I think you're, now that we know that the profit that, engine that, of the company, all, that all the other retailers were doing horribly, it's time to circle back to Amazon. Um, you know, it's interesting. I mentioned this yesterday, but I do wonder, uh, um, for example, a, a, a giant hedge fund like Code 2, uh, which has owned many of these fang names in the past, certainly growth, had incredible performance in 2020. Yes. They, um, they are running 14% net exposure, 23% gross. They have 80% in cash. 80% in cash, and I'm paying them 20% for that? You are, but my point is, what, two how much of the one selling has taken place no, in no, so no. many of these high-growth names that have gotten absolutely crushed? And, you know, we always talk about risk-off, but how much of that has actually occurred now amongst, oh, obviously, only one asset class here, hedge funds no, are not we also the market, had another survey this they week do trade a lot. It said the individuals have all fled these. I mean, if the hedge funds have fled them and the individuals have fled them, Carl, that's what looks like a good moment to buy. Because no more marginal buyers? I don't think so. I, mean, I don't know what the people are doing at Robinhood. I, mean, I don't know. Buying, I don't think they're doing much Buying shares in, uh, I, I don't know, PGA tournaments. Like Robinhood is now like DraftKings. Actually, I like DraftKings more than Robinhood. We do have uh, B of A, for example, today suggesting that 3600 is the new bull case that you need to apply not a 19 multiple, but a 14 multiple. Oh, that is just too, no. On, on a new, it's, it's a longer term picture of inflation. If, you lose the trade benefit, things that Ken Griffin was saying it, yesterday. Right, well, if j moves aggressively and the Chinese get off this ridiculous policy, which they don't think is ridiculous, they have this board of scientists apparently say it's right. But if, if j the a, worst thing that's happened in this market was when j said, you know what? Not gonna do 75. Yeah, that was it, he lost the leverage, so he has to, you, go those on. are two big ifs. He has Jim. to go on like you Jimmy just Fallon. Gave us two big ifs that are unlikely to change. I don't. Well, I shouldn't say. No, you don't know that. I don't know. If he goes on Jimmy Fallon, I'm what talking, is he going to do? about China? You think they're going to change their no their zero COVID policy? I think that they, didn't, they didn't sell a car in Shanghai not, last. Not a single car. Not a single car. I, I think that that President Xi. Not one for, car. I think I think President Xi for life. Ah. Big election coming up in November. It might actually be, be might actually be like the Pennsylvania Senate Republican Senate election. He clearly thinks there's some benefit to being so strict about trying to prevent any spread of COVID. But he's that wrong. He will benefit from he's that. He's wrong. He's a luddite. He's what? He's wrong. He's a. Of course, you would you would know better than he. It's like when, when Stalin, he's a Stalinist scientist, Mendel. We really have to. He, we, you can't sell nothing. <laughs> you can't. In the largest city in the world, you can't sell nothing. I mean, not that I'm like speaking to him directly, because I don't think he's as tuned into our show. Yeah. But they have to, the policy must change. Well, the president is in South Korea today. Uh, he toured the Samsung plant, uh, talked about bringing some of those jobs here. But he did say that history is going to be written in the Indo-Pacific. I'm sure you agree with that. I do. I think that, I don't understand how the South Koreans get such favored nation uh, autos to us if he's so pro-union. I mean, the president has a lot of work to do in terms of trying to make. I, I just wish he spent all his time in California, but I think he may be pro Longshoreman Union. It's the Stevedores. I mean, they're, they're killing us. They're killing us. It's like on the waterfront out there. It's like uh, Lee J. Cup. 
Yeah. Nobody's working. They're not working. No. Well, Chuck Robbins yesterday indicated he's concerned about port backups in L.A. again if, in fact, the Chinese do follow your advice and open things up again. No, no. Chuck, that, that interview with Chuck was basically, listen, we got to, like, it, everything's too hot. Uh, you just got to slow things down. We got to get rid of inflation by crushing inflation. And we can do it because the American consumer is more flush and because it's really still easy to get a job. Uh, now, a lot of these uh, retailers are talking about the stimulus being over. It, it, it's very illuminating. The raw stores uh, was very illuminating. That was it was an out of body, horrible call. It was horrible. OK, but they and said, you know, one of the reasons why people aren't buying things is Ukraine. Well, no, I get that when Gary Freeman says it. Well, we are. We're spending a lot of money on Ukraine and not necessarily but, stimulating not anymore. Not on COVID. COVID relief is not. But you know, raw stores is like it's not like five five hundred dollar furniture. No, but Bed Bath Home is a quarter of their revenue, which is what well, you've been talking about for a while. Now. I just I look, it was a horrible call and there was just absolutely nothing that was positive about the Ross Torch yeah. call. Uh, nothing. Uh, very, it's being described as a very somber call. It was. It was somber. It was an ode to how we don't know what we're doing. Versus, say, Nikesh Aurora's call from Palo Alto. Now. That was a call, huh? Bull market in, by the way, the ransomware is just, I know that the journal said that there's been a, a cessation out of Russia. No, I mean, it's, it's more, it's hotter than it's ever been. We're going to get to Palo Alto, up at 12 in the pre-market. Yes. And we'll get to AMAT and Deer and Dash and Deck, Foot Locker, wow. uh, VF Corp. There's a lot of micro to talk about this morning on this important options expiration day. A little bit of green on the screen. We're back in a moment. Every day, thousands of Comcast engineers and technologists put people at the heart of everything they create, like Olu Shehi. A Comcast engineer who grew up bonding with his dad over sports. This inspired him and his team to create AI Highlights technology that uses AI and machine learning to detect the major plays in a sporting event. So millions of fans have a way of catching up on their favorite sports. Learn more at ComcastCorporation.com. Let's get straight to the point. You want to grow your portfolio to fight rising costs of inflation or pay off your debt or anything standing in the way of you and financial freedom, right? Yahoo Finance, our sponsor today, can help. For more than 25 years, Yahoo Finance has been helping great investors like you. Whether you're a seasoned investor or just looking for tips, Yahoo Finance makes it super easy by putting all the tools and data you need in one spot. Yahoo Finance takes a holistic look at the financial news cycle, including breaking news, original editorial perspectives, analyst ratings, independent research, customizable charts, and more. You can securely link your brokerage accounts for a unified view of your wealth, including 401k and other investments. That's how Yahoo Finance gives you insights and helps you take a look at your wealth in its entirety. That big picture perspective is what great investors need. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit the brand behind every great investor. YahooFinance.com, the number one financial destination. YahooFinance.com. That's YahooFinance.com. 
Elon Musk striking back against these sexual harassment allegations. It's in response to a report from Insider, which says that SpaceX paid a quarter of a million dollars in 2018 to settle a sexual harassment complaint claim. No lawsuit was ever filed, but in a series of tweets, Musk called the accusations utterly untrue, adding, quote, the attacks against me should be viewed through a political lens. This is their standard despicable playbook, but nothing will deter me from fighting for a good future for your right to free speech. CNBC has reached out to SpaceX for comment but has not yet heard back. One thing we do know for certain, Jim, is it's no longer the top holding in ARC. I thought uh, that was amazing. Which has uh, now been supplanted now. by Roku. Yeah. It's, I'm waiting for, uh, what's it, Burning Man, that biotech that she has? Yeah. Burning Rock. See that one? Although I will say SpaceX, by the way, at last I looked, I, th- I think it's been reported, $125 billion um, valuation based on the last, uh, they were creating some liquidity for How existing employees. Wow. 70 bucks a share is where they're, pr- I mean, that's it's not a public company, but that's, that's the old, but that's, that's 125, that's up 25% from the last round. In this market environment, by the way, where almost most private investments are coming down dramatically, yeah, SpaceX is going this way, in part because of Starlink as well, and what seems to be the early success of that service. I just think that that service. that's crazy valuation. Did you guys see what he was? Why? What, why? Look yeah. at this, what was the last IPO you see? SpaceX is sending rockets all over the place. Starlink Starlink potentially has a real opportunity to deliver broadband service. I mean, look what they did in Ukraine. He's in in Brazil right now talking about uh, access, Internet access. Well, look, I I think think you need to rethink your thesis on this one, Jim. I just think the valuation is out of of whack with what the current market is saying about great Not Tesla. I'm talking about SpaceX. No, no, I'm talking about SpaceX. Okay. I'm saying that growth stocks, unless we crush inflation, do not get that kind of premium. By the way, did you see what what Musk wants to call when there's something? Yes. Elongate. 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 You think it's funny? Kind of. What? Basically, he said, if there's ever a scandal about me, promise me you'll call it Elongate. Elongate. Ah, thank you. I thought that was fantastic. I didn't see that one. Elongate. I get it. Yeah. Yeah. It's funny. Yeah, I thought it was too. He's a a real joker, that Uh, I think he is. I think he is. Uh, We'll get Kramer's Mad Dash countdown to the final opening bell of the week. Don't go away. People today can spend half their lives over 50. So it's good to be financially ready for what's important to you as you get older, like a family vacation. Or starting your dream business. Welcome to Connie's Coffee. How may I help you? AARP's trusted financial tools can help you plan for whatever your future holds. That's why the younger you are, the more you need AARP. Start planning today at aarp.org slash money tools. What's on the horizon for financial markets? At PGIM, it's a question that over 1,400 investment professionals relentlessly research in pursuit of your long-term goals. Specialized across asset classes, but united in collaboration. Our teams provide global and local expertise. Our investments shape tomorrow, today. Pursue your tomorrow with PGIM, a leading global asset manager. All right, we'll uh, count down to the opening bell, squeeze in a mad dash. Carl mentioned a lot of the names we haven't gotten to, including Deer. Uh, stock's looking down on earnings. Yeah, looking down on earnings. The forecast happens to be quite good, though. And I was, I was looking at news items by John Ellis, who's a newsletter I love in the morning. We have a level. We're on the brink of famine. 
around the world. Uh, 250 million people facing famine. Maybe another billion that are going to be, uh, it's very hard to feed. And a lot of this is the 13% of, of uh, calories that are locked in to Ukraine. They right. can't get them out. It's going to start rotting. So I think that as much as, I, uh, by the way, Agco is cheaper than deer, if you want to know, and more and much bigger in Europe than deer. Right. Deer Ukraine, is the breadbasket of Europe, and right. unfortunately, a lot of countries that are already on the, always on that line will go over it in terms right. of and the Russians are targeting true food shortages. Right. Russians are targeting uh, the uh, farm equipment. Of right, Ukraine. and preventing exports. And, and won't let you get the, get the, exp- the, the okay. food out. So I That's think the that, humanitarian crisis in the making. Right, so I think that... Um, now we come back to deer. deer. Right, so I mean, deer's going to be down big. This, look, the, the, the net income is up 17%. Blue earnings per share, 20%. It wasn't a bad quarter. And they had very good ag, I know, uh, turf. But I know people don't care about that. They precision ag. But the thing I would just point out is, is that why would you sell this stock knowing that we're on the brink of famine and you need to have tremendous ramp-up in Ag. Agco, again, more bigger in Europe, and there are very bad tariffs on gear. But anyway, just an idea. Let's get the opening bell here. And the CNBC Real-Time Exchange and the big board is Claro's Mortgage Trust celebrating a recent listing at the NASDAQ. It's Climate Rock, a SPAC focused on an acquisition within sustainable energy. Pretty nice, nice breadth here at the open gym. You know, it's been a week of retail blowups, but between Deck, Foot Locker, and VF, and there's some things to like. Yeah, we had one of these things where I, we better than feared. These were uh, BTFs, David. All of them were better than feared. I mean, I, I was expecting quite a bad number from Foot Locker, and obviously we did not get it. Uh, Deckers, there were a lot of shorts in the name. People thought that was going to blow up. No. And uh, these were obviously way out of whack with what everything else. Foot Locker yields 5%. They did the number. Uh, people hate Nike, by the way. And yesterday, um, Sarah had an excellent interview with Kevin Plank. Uh, I touched base with Kevin after. I mean, there is definitely, Kevin's not going to take this line down. But Nike's multiple is still high. But I do think that, that Foot Locker should influence Nike a little bit more. I mean, Nike, obviously, if they're not selling any cars in Shanghai, they're not selling any Nike to Right. Uh, Foot Locker comps were negative, but not by as much. Not, not as bad. And uh, they I do know. guide to the high end. Uh, yeah, I just I think in, in light of what's happened this week, that anyone said anything good. And then they're buying the Chinese stocks again, which I find so painful. Money's going right back, David, into the Chinese stocks, as if, as if nothing's happened. And China's fine. Well, I mean, there may there may be a uh, see an opportunity. These stocks are all down sharply, uh, and not just from the slowdown in the Chinese economy and the inability of people to go out, although even or even perhaps participate online, I guess, and be sure they're going to get deliveries. But as, um, but from the changing rules in terms of technology companies, which they are now easing to a certain extent, that also pressured this group throughout the last. 12 months at this point. I guess so. I just that I, I think that so many of our viewers have lost money in China. It's incumbent upon us to point out that these rallies tend to last three days. I mean, look and at that. It's down 61% over the last year. That's, well, that's suboptimal. It is. But anyway, so, just be careful. Uh, reposition out of those on the third day because the Chinese only have so much firepower. You can't just keep lifting the mark. I did want to come back to Amazon because you sort of had an interesting call on it today, thinking that it's bottomed. Thank you. Um, you know, 
There is a question, though, about margins. Uh, and obviously, we saw what happened with Target, inflation, fuel costs, transportation, wage pressures, EBIT down, what, 20% there. We obviously saw what happened with Amazon in terms of wages, fuel cost issues, over oversupply of workers. But what... Um, what about on the margin side? I mean, have we have the PEs adjusted for the expectations that margins are going to be under pressure, Jim? Great question. I, I guess I'm thinking about that you have this Amazon Web Services business, which we all know is really powerful. Yes. The actual multiple is still way too high for Amazon. But Amazon Web Services is one of the fastest growing businesses on earth. And we now know that the retail business was not was they didn't lose share. Uh, and they have to lay off a lot of people. Who knows what the actual number is? They have way too many people. And so Amazon, like, by the way, Meta, Facebook, these places are all coming to realize, you know what, we were hiring and hiring and hiring, and we've hit the wall. And if they've hit the wall and they're good business people, then I think that a guy like Jassy says, all right, we're done. We're done spending all this money. We're going to go back and be more rational. By the way, Shipped, which I use all the time, the, the Target thing, we use Shipped all the time at, uh, for bad money. And it's like somebody would say, like, like Dylan Rebecca will say, I need a Diet Coke. Let, let, let's get that from Shipped. I mean, these places have to start charging a little more because people are abusing the heck out of them. They are. Hey, you know what? I need some rich crackers. Let's ship that over. I mean, honestly, I mean, they've got to stop it. There's, I don't think people realize how much this price war is costing these companies. They need peace. They have got to stop it. But I mean, for things like that, you've got the private company GoPuff, which that's their business. Delivering you. DoorDash, how about Tony Delivering you, yeah. You're not, but you're, I'm just saying that people that, that left out of all these conference calls was the absurdity of how much people are abusing their same sure, days. Sure. We haven't mentioned uh, the buyback over at DoorDash, uh, 400 million to offset some of the dilution from RSUs. Kind of an interesting good. turn, a strategy on some of these names, right, Jim? Yeah. I look, I think that Tony Shoe's an honorable, honorable fellow, and he's trying to figure out exactly how to keep people with DoorDash. There was a Grubhub uh, fiasco this week, which I don't know if you saw the Grubhub or I mean, everybody switched to Grubhub because Grubhub had this promotion. Like, yeah, but right? the promotion. Yeah. I mean, but I mean, every restaurant was hurt by it. Everybody was hurt by it. But no, Tony Shoe is showing great honor there. What a terrible stock. Airbnb, terrible stock. And it's doing, the company's doing okay. They're going to make a billion, you know, it was a, more than a billion in cash. A couple um, days ago, Morgan Stanley pointed out that um, RevPAR, global RevPAR overall, is still doing well, but May's beginning to show a little bit of toppy action, which would have huge implications for um, hotels and Airbnb. Yes, it would. Now, you don't want to own those stocks if the Fed does this 50-50 thing, because it's obvious that they're long-dated long assets, and a long-dated asset is losing value. It's interesting on the DoorDash, just to come back to it, yeah. uh, as Carl said, of course, done to offset the dilution potentially from RSUs that they issue to their employees, which is part of their compensation. Right. Uh, I brought this up before. We've seen it in other periods where there has been a significant downdraft in, broadly speaking, technology stocks, particularly growth ones, where they, these companies, especially earlier stage, uh, a lot of compensation is made up of stock. Right. Well, that's and then why the employees are like, I don't want any more stock. Well, I you, want cash. Historically, which obviously you, has an impact on your market. Historically, you have pointed out over and over again that the earnings... Yes. are facetious because of how much you're paying with cash. It's adjusted EBITDA, right. and they adjust for, for things of that Zoom nature. But those Zoom 400 uh, RSUs, when they said 400, how's yeah. that doing? 
Not good. No. no. A lot of people in this country, Carl, a lot of the younger people thought that the way that they could get rich is to go to these NASDAQ companies and take stock. Yes. And they're not rich. They're looking for well, other jobs. It depends on the window. If you hit it right, you were you well, got who, rich. I mean, if you, if you joined window. in 2019 or 20 and you got out in 21, you're all right. Yeah. Uh, Needham's done some work on, for example, Netflix. I think you'd have to have joined before 18 in order to be in the in the, in the, red, uh, wow. in the green wow. now. Yeah. Take cash. Black. Right? Take cash. Don't take stock. Don't, no, I know. Even for our own parent company. I took stock. I, yeah. How are you feeling about that? Fine. I like the yield. Actually, I it's held 40 pretty well this I, week. It's, my, it's, my it's actually point. down less than the S&P. I, it's only I, down 15.8%. No, I, I did. I mean, I'm not here to talk about how much I bought or anything, but I bought a lot. I don't know. I got I mean, approval. You, you, you went just, but do you keep it or sell it? What? When it, when it comes due, do you sell it because it is part of compensation, uh, or it, do you hold on to it? I actually went in the open market and bought more. Oh, you're really... Wow. Yes. I did. You're, you're all in. I bought 5,000 shares in the open market. No list. kidding. Yes, I did. Of Comcast. Yeah, yes, of Comcast. It's the one individual name we can at, own, by the at way. 40, at $40.40. And, and, uh, oh, you're by up. The, by the way. Um, well, no, I'm up. I mean, I'm not flipping it. What do you mean you're up? Anecdotally, we've seen uh, some buying at Shop, Spotify. There's been insider Uber. buying. Today, Wayfair and Coin even. Uh, the, the insider buying has been extraordinarily strong. The advanced decline has been extraordinarily strong. We're in a seasonably great moment, and yet everybody's gloomy. Uh, I made my Amazon call. You look at me like I had like three heads. No, I didn't. Only two. Five heads. Two heads. Well, but I bought in. I did buy stock in Comcast. I kind of. I didn't tell my wife. Well, now she, she knows. Actually, she doesn't know because she doesn't watch the show. She's, she's never seen it. She no. only knows me and money. Yeah. Speaking um, of John money, Oliver. Um, you had Palo Alto on last night. Yes. Uh, they do guide above. And uh, Aurora, talk to you a bit about uh, how business is going. Want to take a listen? We've seen a f- tremendous numbers of supply chain attacks. People have gone and hacked pieces of infrastructure, whether it's a solar winds attack or the log 4J attack or the exchange server attack. Now, what that happens is those things are being used by tens of thousands of customers out there. And that becomes a backdoor for all cyber attackers to be able to go through those vulnerabilities and park themselves in those infrastructures, and then over time, move laterally across that enterprise, and then go ahead and shut them down and demand ransom. I thought this was really important. The mo- this moment is the moment where you say you have a company that has a, has a, a long conveyor belt of, uh, of, of product. Uh, they shut it down, and until you pay them, they will not start it up again. They're in charge. They are in charge of your operation. That's what they do. They embed themselves, and you have to pay them off. And that's what the cash is stopping. But that is the most frightening and current thing that the bad guys are doing. They're going into your factory to, through the back door and shutting your assembly line and saying, look, your company's out of business unless uh, you pay. Unless you pay ransom, And, and so people are paying. I guess you have to, right? You have to. Yeah. I mean, I suggest in the cash that until someone's prosecuted for paying ransom, the, these companies are going to just continue to pay ransom. Um, Look at that, will well, you? I mean, that, that's quite a... Now, why? I mean, is that all off of the back well, of college? Yes, it yeah. is. Now, the cash would say he's taking share from CrowdStrike. Mm-hmm. Zscaler doesn't really have competition. NetEase is not a factor. Fortinet, he recognizes, has some good things going. But Palo Alto is taking share. 
Now, CrowdStrike, they often disagree with that. But I think Palo Alto is in a, in a very good position. By the way, they had 40% earnings, uh, 40, 40% uh, uh, order growth. 40%. This was his 16th conference call. A lot of people felt that he was going to come in and just literally just keep buying, buying, buying. He is a souped in that suite of on-premise, off-premise, and his products work fantastically for work from home. And so you've kind of got a, you're protected across the board versus, I, I'm dealing with a company right now that is, uh, that, that got hacked. And I'm also know someone who got really hacked and they're not getting the money back in a credit card situation. And there's, it's very true that what, he, what Nikesh is saying is it's everywhere and no one and everyone's sworn not to talk about it, but that it is everywhere. And any business that thinks it is, that it's invulnerable is wrong. That's fascinating. And we talked a lot about the space lately. Uh, on AMAT, Jim, um, very, basically demand's never been better. Uh, clear path to a trillion-dollar semi-market by the end of the decade. Yeah, Although you know, a bunch of price target cuts today. Oh, okay. So, so Gary Dickerson, whom I love and is terrific, was saying, "Okay, the next six months are going to be tough." Allah, Chuck Robbins, but 23, 24, we're cut, we're sold out. Now, look at how short-term this miserable market is. They listen and care about the six months, but do they even think about the fact that they're sold through? And by the way, can you revoke orders in some way? Can you can you well, cancel the, orders? Well, or? the only places they're hurt, they're being hurt on TVs. Um, they're being hurt on low end PCs, and they're hurt on low end phones. That's where all the pressure is. And again, that's we come back to, they're not buying TVs. I guess in China, you best buy reports this week. I think it's I think it's an inexpensive level. I take I, I I would buy some of that. But the applied materials call shows the short-sightedness of this market. Because Gary Dickerson ends it with just a note of hope, kind of like, uh, well. Well, but so did Chuck Robbins yesterday during our interview with him, talking about the fact that he obviously continues to see real growth in the business, pointing to the backlog. Uh, as an example of you that. You know, I, I thought that Chuck told a very long, good long-term story, very bad short-term story. Uh, but if you, and, and you know what, if you solve ports in this matter, those ifs are all almost too great to ponder. But Chuck was right there saying, listen, we've had the best orders. This, you know, we actually made the number. We beat the number. We're going to buy back stock. And nobody cares. I mean, it's like, get me out of this one. And the, well, today, all right. But Gary Dickerson uh, from AMAT was really on board I thought he told us such a good story, and no one listened. You know no what is did. at an all-time high today uh, is Exxon. Uh, as uh, J.P. Morgan last <sighs> night said, oh com- our commodities team is looking at $6 gas. If that happens, that's going to weigh on their inflation outlook. Stock's up 52% this year. Obviously, Chevron also up dramatically. i got to um, do a documentary about what's going on at Exxon. And they're benefiting from the, uh, from the rise in the core uh, Are they happy there, David? I mean, do they know when you talk to them that this is halcyon days for Exxon? Yes, but they're also very measured uh, at Exxon, I think, in terms of, okay, you know, oil prices are here right now, but two years ago they were here, and well, we have to play over the long term. The well, real question becomes... Given the prodigious amounts of cash flow these businesses are going to be gushing, um, how do they allocate? And you know, how much more can they really put towards opportunities they see in terms of 
low carbon solutions in the case of Exxon or reducing carbon in the case of Chevron, however you want to talk about it. Or, you know, Just it's only it an, it's an opportunity set at this point, and it may be that it's fully funded given the opportunity set. And to your point, then do, what do you do with the excess you give cash? It to the You're not putting it back in the ground significantly to increase production over a long period of time. So. Your right. shareholders want it back. They're getting seven, eight, nine percent. I mean, I mean, these are the, the buybacks and stocks. the dividend increases. These could are be great prodigious. stocks. These are great stocks. Now, I hope, David, on June twenty-third at eight p.m. <laughs> Thank I you, will, Jim, for remembering. Yeah, I think that Exxon is the story of the era because it turns out that for thirteen million, you got on the board of standard oil. Yeah, Exxon is an incredible story. We've had incredible access to the company, which nobody really? has ever gotten. Uh, and we are very excited to, are you, to share that with everybody. Have you been with the two plants that he has? We, I've been everywhere, man. Are you going to Guyana? I'm like, to Guyana? I went to, to Guyana. You went to Guyana? Yeah, I went to the Permian. How many shots did you Went to Corpus Christi. I, I've been all over. Permian. I'm like Johnny Cash. There was a time. There was a time where Zoom's market cap was bigger than Exxon, and today Exxon's is more than ten times. Who's Zoom and who? Yeah. I got to tell you what, Eric Yuan, who has done such a great job, and it just doesn't matter because Zoom, this Teams. I've been using Teams. I've been WebEx. I can't really get on WebEx. I'm sorry, Chuck. I'm always kicked off of WebEx. Um, but Exxon is uh, is helping out energy, of course. Uh, Dow's up 220. And we're back to 30, uh, 39, 35. Let's get to Bob Pisani. Hey, Bob. Good morning, guys. Uh, happy Friday. Uh, so nice open. Five to one advancing the declining stocks on the S&P 500. We sort of had a trading range in the last two weeks, 3,900 to 4,100. VIX is back below 30. I think that's significant. Look at the sectors. The guys were talking about energy. It's been a consistent market leader. Uh, that's up today. Materials are up. We had some news out of China. They're making cuts in their five-year loan prime rate. That's going to help stimulate the Chinese economy. The Hang Seng was up 3%. China's on an upswing uh, right now. Tech's holding up pretty well. Uh, and consumer staples up, but still lagging uh, on the week. That's been a big stir story. It, it has been a topsy-turvy week. I just want to show you momentum indicators of what's, what's going on here. So big momentum, stuff that's still strong. Energy has been the most consistent sector throughout the whole year. But China's on a little mini upswing. China was terrible all throughout March and April on these lockdowns. The Chinese stock market just fell apart. It's been coming off of the lows in the last two weeks as they're talking finally about bringing Shanghai out of a lockdown. Meantime, it's the exact opposite for everything else. The consumer staples sector was a market leader until a week ago and has just fallen apart. So now the momentum in that has just gone the other direction. REITs, another market leader up until two weeks ago, has also fallen apart. This is what bear markets look like. The stuff that was doing so well and kept holding up, the consumer staples, everyone thought it was safe. REITs, everyone thinks, you know, good business still, fell apart. Now, there's two sectors that are left that are out there. One, as the guys have been referencing, uh, is energy, not just new high on Exxon, but Chevron is the best performing stock in the Dow Jones Industrial Average right now. It's a 44% this year. All the refiners, Marathon Petroleum, every single day, uh, new high, all the other refiners, and Conoco and Devon, these are called high beta energy stocks, always consistently also on the new high list. That's continuing to hold up well. The other sector is big pharma. Uh, most of the big pharma stocks are only a few percentage points off their 52-week. I hear you. Merck, 
Bristol-Myers, Johnson & Johnson, Eli. Remember, the S&P is down almost 20%. So these stocks are comparative stalwarts. Notice I don't have biotech on there. That's not part of this. It's big pharma that's been holding up really well. And this is where a lot of people are hanging out. Merck consistently hit new highs in the last 52 weeks. So uh, the, the bear people keep messaging me. Okay, Bob, they're going to circulate through the pharma and the energy stocks. That's going to be the next two seconds. That's how you know we're finally going to hit bottom when these two start falling apart. I don't know. All I can tell you is those two groups, energy and big pharma, continue to hold up well. Meantime, you want to talk about confusing signals? TJX uh, and raw stores definitely seem rather confusing to me, but you should see what's going on. You see them both down here. But I want to just point out the luxury sector because we had some very interesting comments from Gildo Zegna. He runs Zegna uh, over in Europe, of course. Yesterday, he kept talking about the strong business in China and the U.S. Here's what he said. God bless America. America is doing tremendous. I don't believe in a recession in America, or if there is one, I don't believe that our customers will be hit by the recession. LVMH was also making very bullish comments about luxury in the U.S. and China. Here's the problem I have. Did you see Richemont? They just had their earnings. Now, Richemont is the competitor to LVMH and Zegna. They had, look, it's down 13% of trades over in Switzerland. So what happened here, Carl, was they had very good sales. The sales were strong, but the net income was way below expectations. They seem to be having the same problems about everybody else with strong top line colliding with high costs. You see that stock is trading down. That's a new 52-week low for Richemont, and they own Cartier. So there's the competitors. Again, lots of confusion out there. Carl, back to you. All right, Bob. Well, well put. Uh, Bob Pisani, thanks. As we go to break, uh, take a look at the Treasuries and the bond report. Kind of a light day for macro. Uh, we'll get uh, the Baker Hughes rig count later on. But overall, uh, attention being paid to inflation around the world. In Japan, for example, uh, core inflation beat the BOJ target for the first time in seven years. Got the 10-year back below 284. Well, we knew some of these April end quarters in retail were going to be key this week, uh, but just look at these historic declines for the week. Worst S&P laggards, Target, Ross stores, Bed Bath, Dollar Tree, Walmart, the list goes on all in retail except for maybe Cisco down about 14, but that's going to be the theme of this important week. Dow's up 162. Jim, what's on Matt tonight? I've been featuring the utilities. That's not the Constellation, which is nuclear. Tonight is uh, Bob Blue, the Dominion, which, by the way, has a big LNG business. So we got to stay close. I think nuclear power could make a comeback. I think nuclear, nuclear power, power. I think could make a Not comeback. just in Europe, but just here in as Europe. well. I think that we could be building small form factor nukes and that it's happening. We're getting a, you know, Jennifer Granholm really pushing for it. Yeah, apparently we're, we're not going to rely on Venezuela, according to what she said this morning or yesterday. So got to look, looking for other alternatives. The largest repository of oil in the world, and they just wrecked. Guys, I want everyone to have a great weekend. I am planting this weekend, so do not bother me. Okay. All, All right. right. I know you want to bother me. I am putting in my tomato plants, so stop it. All right, I'll leave you alone. We'll, we'll be looking for pictures, Jim. Oh, yeah. Mezcal and tomato plants. Is never Always in a suit. Man gardens with a tie. I'm going to do it. I'm going to garden in a Brioni just for you. Okay? 150 okay. count? Okay. Yeah, this is, look, this is an Hermes gardening tie. We'll see you at 6. Uh, Mad Money, 6 p.m. Eastern time. We'll take a break. Uh, Dow's up 140. Back in a moment.
You've been listening to the opening hour of CNBC's Squawk on the Street. Earning your degree online doesn't mean you have to go about it alone. At Capella University, we're here to support you when you're ready. From enrollment counselors who get to know you and your goals, to academic coaches who can help you form a plan to stay on track. We care about your success and are dedicated to helping you pursue your goals. Going back to school is a big step, but having support at every step of your academic journey can make a big difference. Imagine your future differently at capella.edu.